Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides. For the latest updates, information, and picks, you can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. This Major League Baseball episode covers every game scheduled to be played on Monday, September 26th, 2022. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability using hitter and pitcher projections I've created in order to make one money line or run line pick on every game that's played seven days a week, though there are no Sunday shows. Please note that these probabilities assume normal starting lineups and are using current rosters up to the time of recording. What will be shown on the banners on the screen are the thresholds for A, B, A or B grade picks so that you can make the best decisions possible based on current odds and the books you do business with. Goals for this episode are to share key information about today's games, give you a few things to think on, and explain why certain plays are being made in order for you to come up with picks that you are comfortable with. I never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, rather to hear the justifications of thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with me or against me before investing your hard-earned money. As I'm always saying, take what you like and leave the rest. As we go through my plays, remember that there are no locks and gambling, so what I'll give you are loves, likes, and leans, i.e. A, B, and C grades. To indicate my confidence level with respect to scaling wagers, as always, please remember that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Sunday, here this last bit of the week, closed mostly strong. Had a little bit of bad luck with some one-run games, but better on the back half and the front half of the week. Hopefully we can finish out the season strong. It's been a good one so far. Uh, totals, I'll pop those back up again with some updates to the model because I thought those were doing better. And sure enough, those have been doing really well the last few days. So we'll see if that can continue as well. Um, a lot of good things for the season, a lot of good tweaks, a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting baseball here this last week, as we've got some teams who will be resting players now, uh, teams will be celebrating the day before if they've clinched. So just a lot of things we'll have to keep an eye on here. I'll try to talk about as much as that as I can, as I catch, uh, but still some profitable opportunities out here wrapping up the season. And of course, uh, moving into the playoffs, which is always a fun time would be even more fun this year with all the extra games. Uh, short slate today, only four games. It'll be kind of a lightning fast show. But before we get to that, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the college basketball will be our college football content that this channel provides. Check out Horse Racing Today if you like to play the ponies. You can find their stuff at horseracingtoday.net. We've got a team of five with over 125 years of combined experience in handicapping horse races. There's an angle they don't know or bias they can't identify. Check out their YouTube shows or website. The links are in the description. It is a reminder, we've started up a Patreon page for those of you looking to support the show. Membership starts at just $3 per month. Benefits include things like exclusive access to the play of the day, our Discord chat group. We're always talking about line movements and just the games in general. It's a good time over there. You get some ad-free and early access to shows and early access to projected spreads. Uh, as we'll talk about a couple of those today, if you had those early access uh, MLB projections, if you'd get those on Sunday afternoon, when I deliver those, you could have made... Some better plays than what you have the opportunity to now. So you're just always talking to every little five cents, ten cents, twenty cents you can gain can be profitable, and that's the case here for this first game, six thirty-five Eastern. Reds at the Pirates. It's going to be in the mid sixties to start off, low sixties to finish. Once we're blowing out, pretty strong in the ten to fifteen mile an hour range. Early on, it might actually be a little bit across and out, so it might actually kind of push a ball foul towards left field. But it looks like more out than anything else. So going to be a boost to the hitters here on this one, kind of offsetting those cooler temperatures. It'll be Chase Anderson versus Ramsey Contreras. Contreras gets a 103 grade from the model. Again, 100 is average, so fairly average pitcher here. 368 ERA, but the underlying metrics say probably should be a little bit higher than that. 
Chase Anderson, on the other hand, is a pitcher that I've liked to fade all season since he's been brought back up in his six games. He has a 521 ERA advanced metric, so that's pretty accurate. He's not a guy that the model is very high on whatsoever. He gets 120 grade from the model, so you can see a fairly large Pirates edge here with regards to the starting pitcher. The relievers, Reds relievers, not great, but they're better than the Pirates relievers who are in the bottom three of baseball. Uh, offensively, though, I think the Pirates offense is a little bit better than this Reds offense, just especially given how injured the Reds are at this point. So uh, the Reds, I mean, the Pirates offense probably helping them more than their bullpen deficiencies and they got the better starting pitcher to the home team. They should be favored. They're more likely to win than not. Sideline says they've got a 59% chance of winning this game which would imply a line of Pirates minus 142. The current price is Pirates minus 141 or Reds plus 130. And this is one that was sitting in the low one minus 130s uh, yesterday. So if you could have grabbed, I, I know I saw the number hanging around for a little bit there, that Pirates minus 133 would have been a solid B-grade pick on the Pirates if you wanted to back them there. At minus 141, though, it's a little bit higher. You can see on the screen that model indicates that we want minus 139 for a B-grade. So minus 141, I'm only giving the Pirates a C grade right now. Who knows how this will move throughout the day, so maybe it'll drop and you can get a better price in the Pirates. And lock in a little bit more of a confident play, but at minus 141, it's just not quite as exciting enough given that we're paying a steep price because we're still backing the Pirates. Again, the good thing is that we're fading Chase Anderson and the Reds, but still backing the Pirates. So I just don't want to pay too big of a price here. So again, minus 141 is a C grade pick. Total in this game is 8. Sideline says 8.1. We have a pair of bad offenses and some bad pitching. <clears throat> Cooler temperatures, winds blowing out, just a lot of things that kind of just make it say eight's kind of a standard baseball total. Let's just stick with that. I think it's probably a good way to uh, view this one. So, you know, if you get an over seven and a half or an under eight and a half, that might make a lot of sense. But sitting at eight, I think, is a pass for me on the total. Seven to five Easter first pitch Braves at the Nationals, a rematch of a series last week where the Nationals Played pretty well and covered on the run line two of the three games. For this one here on Monday night, it'll be around 70 degrees for most of this game. Winds be blowing um, a little bit across, a little bit in, around around five miles an hour. So not really much of an effect on the game whatsoever. Projected total on this one, as you can see on the screen, is 8.6. So I'm going to actually play the only total that I'm recommending as of right now. And I might add more later. Check the Google Sheet uh, for updates on that if anything, if any numbers move. And I think it makes a lot of sense or not. Uh, and Twitter as well. But right now, the only total that I'm recommending for today would be the under 9. And this one is, I think, 8.6. Uh, coming from the model indicates that 9 is too much. And, of course, we have that push protection on 9. Especially if this turns out to be a 4-4 game, we know we can still push a lot of baseball games and run on nine anyway. There's a lot of ways the Braves can, you know, should win this game, could easily win this something like six to three, seven to two as well. But in general, I think nine is too many runs. I'm gonna recommend the under nine on this one that's at minus one oh nine right now. I'm also playing the Braves as a B grade pick. This will be Bryce Elder versus Corey Abbott. Elder gets a very average grade from the model, a 99 rating, 338 ERA. Now, the underlying metrics say it should be about a full run higher than that. So I'm not running to say that this guy's a fantastic pitcher at this point, but a, a rookie here in his first season who's done okay um, and should have some success against a, a, a mediocre Nationals offense at best. Um, and according to the model, a pretty bad one. He had success against them last week. There is potentially a little bit of a concern about now they've seen him. They've got a little more of a book on him, but there's enough tape and, and, and whatnot on these guys at this point that I'm not really sure I'm buying too much into that. We have plenty of examples where a pitcher faces the team multiple times and does the opposite of the first one or does the same as the first one. So I'm not really making too much of that. In general, I think Elder's a solid pitcher, not great, but again, should have success against a bad Nats team. 
Corey Abbott, on the other hand, gets a 124 grade from the model, a guy I'm not high on whatsoever. 485 ERA, but the advanced metrics say it should be closer to six. He projects in the low fives going forward, but not a good pitcher whatsoever. And obviously the Braves offense is much better and the Braves relievers are much better. I can only get behind the Braves as a B-grade play on this one, though, because right now the price I'm seeing for them is minus 251. And you can see on screen there that we need really a low minus 200s play for this to be an A-grade play. If it was better than minus 220, that would be more exciting. But minus 251, excuse me, minus 235. <clears throat> the current price is just not good enough yet. The sideline says minus 251. Nat's price right now is plus 213, as you can see on the screen, just not getting nearly enough value to back them. But rather than play that minus 235, which again, the model would indicate a B grade, I'm just going to play a little bit safer and go to the safer with regards to the odds and go to the run line instead, as we've been doing here lately for these types of plays. It's minus 145. I'm still giving it the same B grade. It's a situation where being the road team, the run line makes a little bit more sense as if it does end up in extra innings, the Braves will for sure have an incentive to score multiple runs to cover that run line. Just like we saw the Astros against the Orioles yesterday, for instance, got to extra innings, was able to cover the run line because you want to score as many as you can in the top half of extra innings. And on top of that, the Braves for sure getting that ninth at bat here versus if they were the home team. So I don't mind laying a little bit of odds here being the road run line team but minus 145 is just too expensive to give that a grade confidence if this was more like minus 130 maybe that would be an a grade maybe minus 135 but minus 145 just a b grade pick on the run line and again if you're looking for the money line equivalent there again right now i'm seeing minus 235 as the price minus 220 is pretty good buy and point for the braves in an a grade play not a bad team if you're a money line parlay type person to throw in there. Don't get too carried away with it. They're not a lot to win. But the Braves, if you add those to your money line parlays tonight, Braves are adding a little bit more reward than the risk they're in. They're adding some risk, and we obviously know that every time we add another team to it. But the payout that we're getting is a little bit higher, I think, than the risk that we're adding is the Braves should win this one. But again, just like I'm always saying, there's no locks in gambling, especially in baseball, as we saw as we see every day, there's always a weird upset, right? So I like the Braves here. Uh, I think the price is reasonable enough to back them, uh, but no guarantees, of course, in anything in baseball. 707 Eastern, first pitch Yankees at the Blue Jays. This will be relatively chilly up in Toronto. Uh, low 50s for this one. So this one's really going to matter if the wind is open or not. Uh for the total, if, if the roof is open or not for the total, um, a little bit chilly or of a temperature would make the ball not fly as much, but you would get potentially some wind coming in. There is a chance of rain in Toronto, though. So right now, I think this one will be a closed roof. Um, at least as of as of this moment, it looks like there's some rain in the forecast there for Toronto. So I'm projecting a closed roof as of right now. That would project a total of 7.7. The actual total is 7.5. So it would be a pass for me on the total, assuming nothing changes there. <clears throat> Luis Severino versus Kevin Gaussman. Two good pitchers here, but I give Gaussman a slight edge over Severino. Both of them have ERAs in the 330s, but the advanced metrics for Gaussman are about a full run per nine better than Severino. So I think the Jays have an advantage there with regards to starting pitching. They have an edge on offense, of course. It's one of the better offenses in baseball. Relievers give the Yankees a slight edge, but the game being in Toronto, I think the Blue Jays should be bigger favorites than they are. The current price I'm seeing is minus 116. I think that's really short, and for the fourth day in a row now, we're going to find ourselves backing the Blue Jays. <clears throat> Fifth day in a row, it seems like it's been a lot. 
that we've been back in the Blue Jays uh, as of late. I think they've split those two games yesterday. We got them as an A, great plus odds winner. This one, I just think they should be a little bit bigger favorites here. I really like backing Gaussman. He's one of the few pitchers that Toronto has that you can trust. I mentioned that yesterday. Gaussman, and um, Stripling, and Manoa are the the three that you can kind of trust. The other ones you don't really want any part of. Uh, And Gaussman here is that that guy for us today. So again, sideline says minus 135. So as you can see on screen, minus 122 would be an A grade play. I I was able to lock in minus 116. So it's an A grade play on the Blue Jays here. So I just think they should be bigger favorites. We also have the fact that the Yankees are coming off an interesting scenario. Uh, Last night at Cincinnati Baseball, only played the six innings. Hung around there for a little bit. Obviously not too late as they knew that they had to get on the road. Uh, so they were a little bit quicker to make that call. But just that extra travel situation gives the Jays maybe a little bit more of an edge here on Monday than they would have on Tuesday, uh, given the fact that they are rested. They they got back home uh, at a reasonable hour yesterday, whereas the Yankees didn't. So a slight extra bit of a boost there to the Blue Jays, which is part of the reason why I'm backing them here on Monday night with an A-grade play. Their team that was part of that Sunday night baseball game, the Red Sox, they're going to host the Orioles. Of course, they had to travel back from New York again late last night. Um, Orioles played a, a, an extra inning ball game uh, on Sunday that did have a short rain delay, but they were still able to get into Boston um, at a pretty reasonable hour, I have to assume, based off the timing of that one. So, you know, a little bit of an extra boost to the Orioles based off of that travel situation coming off here from for the Red Sox. Uh, weather-wise on this one, we're going to be in the – mid 60s once we blowing out at about 10 miles an hour pretty consistently for the entirety of this game so it's going to create a little bit of a higher run scoring environment uh, the temperature is a little bit chilly here but it's kind of always chilly at fenway uh, other than a handful of summer games so the um the park factor in fenway is already pretty high it's used to the colder weather so the fact that it's in the upper upper to mid 60s here for this one doesn't really affect things too much. We always look at the temperature deviation from what's usual there when we see should the park factor we use be the same thing or should we bump it or drop it. This is kind of what we normally see in Fenway when blowing out at our friendly ballpark. I'm expecting a lot of runs here. So that indicates a total of 10. The actual total is 9.5. I'd love being able to go over 9. Over 9.5, I'm not going to make it as an official recommendation, so it's not going to be seen on the sheet there. It's not a crazy play if you like overs. The problem with the over 9.5 is that so many games end at 9, that push protection is really valuable. And the problem is if you go to the alternate site, alternate stuff, and you go over 9, which some places won't even offer, you might have to do over 8.5. If you're having to pay a lot of juice for it, so it's probably really not worth it. So I think on this one, I think if, you, you know, if you're going to go over, I think just go over the 9.5 and, and say, I might get burned at 9, but I'm not going to at least be paying a premium that's not worth it um, and just hope for a lot of runs. It's just not an official recommendation for me because I just I want to see a number bigger than 10. If I'm going over 9.5, I'd like to see maybe a 10.5 or an 11. In those situations, I'd go over 9.5, but this one, it's really a pass for me. Um, Jordan Lyles versus Connor Siebold. Lyles is just a very average pitcher, 450 ERA in the underlying metrics. See, that's pretty accurate. It's a 104 grade. Siebold gets a 108 grade. So the Orioles have a slight edge here, according to the model. In his four starts, he hasn't looked good, but the underlying metrics say his ERA should be in the mid fives. So not a lot of positive there, but he does project at least more in the upper four. So Siebold's somewhere between bad and very bad, whereas Lyles at least is a respectable pitcher. Again, that travel situation mattering. The Orioles bullpen a lot better than the Red Sox bullpen. Did get a little bit of a little bit of use yesterday and the day before, though, so that's the only fear with the Orioles. They really do need Lyles to go 
six strong innings here uh, in order to make sure that they're not having to use their bullpen up too much as they're probably already a little bit beaten up. Uh, but offensively, you know, I, I do think the Red Sox have a better offense. I just don't think they should be favored like this. The current prices I'm seeing are Red Sox minus 128 and Orioles plus 118. Sideline says Orioles and Red Sox here. This is a coin toss game, says Red Sox minus 101. So you can see the prices there on the screen for the needed A and B grades are pretty similar because I think it's a toss-up game. You're just looking for plus odds on either side is a good play. Right now we're able to get plus 118 on the Orioles. It's an A-grade play for me. And this is one where yesterday it was sitting in the plus uh, 125 range or I think a plus 130 at one point. So you were able to get some really good odds on this one yesterday if you uh, had access to the model projections early. This is when I locked in last night, tweeted about the only one I locked in ahead of time. This morning, I'm still seeing like Orioles plus 112. So that still would be an A grade for me. So still a solid investment here on the Orioles, these good plus odds. And again, what's a coin toss game? You know, Red Sox are home, offense is better. But even though the Orioles bullpen's banged up, I still think they're better. And I still like Lyle's better than Seabolt. All that just kind of balances out and just says it's just a coin toss game. I'm not really sure either team has a ton to play for at this point. The Orioles not completely out of it, but given that they've basically got a five-game deficit losing the tiebreakers to Seattle with about nine games to go for all teams at this point, it's not looking likely. Uh, but I just think in general, um, who knows what's going to happen in this game? So give me plus odds. I think it's great value. It's tougher at the end of the season to say because we don't have a lot more of these coming up, but it's one that we just want to continue to stick with our guns. I've preached it all year. Anytime we have about a 50-50 type scenario, we can get something like plus 112, plus 118, plus 125, whatever, any of those type plus odds in a coin toss game. It's a solid investment. It's been a solid investment in April, May, all the way to the end of the season. We're going to keep doing that here. So an A-grade play for me on the Orioles is I was able to lock in plus 118. And as long as you can get plus 111 or better, I really like backing the Orioles here tonight in Boston. And that's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Check out the website if you haven't yet. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you can share all the sports betting content we've brought on this channel. It's dropped right on your feed. We've got three more college football episodes coming for you this week. Episode one will be coming. Um, we'll be recording it here sometime when this is up and you're able to watch this one. And again, if you want to go to that Patreon page, you can get those ad-free shows. You get early access to that college football uh, episode as I'll release it over there on Patreon earlier than on YouTube. So good benefits over there. Again, check out that Patreon link. It's right there. It's going away in the crawler right there for you. Um, <laughs> you can check that out and see what's going on. But as always, only four games today, but best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.